Hello everybody, um, this is Zaid again uh, with TeamCast. Um, it is the 17th of November 2019. Uh, yes, I'm recording this Sunday night because I'm very bad at time management and I can't even do the things that I want to do. So that's why this one's being recorded late. It'll be uploaded today, but I mean, it's 10 o'clock in the afternoon. Well, 10 o'clock at night, rather. So you'll probably see this Monday. Anywho, uh, hope you guys had a good weekend. Um, I'm back, as always. Um, I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna start off with the song of the week. Um, there are a couple that I really liked. Uh, the first one being Death by uh, Trippy Red and DaBaby. Um, I'm excited because Trippy Red is coming out with a new album on the 22nd that I'm going to listen to until I die. Um, and DaBaby, although I don't like all his stuff, uh, I think he's really good on features, and that's shown off on this one. It's it's a, it's like a trap banger. It's a really good song. It's very like bumpy, gets you gets you hype, I guess. So if you're looking for that, then there's Death. It's a very good song. Also, there's Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish. Um, I've always really liked Billie Eilish. Maybe not her as a person. Maybe I'll talk about that some other time. But um, her music definitely. I really like it. Um, I liked When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? That album was very good. I enjoyed a lot of, if not all of the songs on there. And um, this uh, this song, Everything I Wanted, kind of falls into the same vein. Um, kind of sad, very sing-songy. Um, her vocals are very good. She's a very talented singer. So uh, if you're looking for that, then there you go. It's Billie Eilish. If you don't know, if you don't like Billie Eilish, you probably won't like this song. Um, but if you like Billie Eilish, uh, you should listen to it. So... As a recap, the songs of this week are Death by Trippy Red and DaBaby, and then Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish. So that's the songs of this week. Um, as, for I'll, uh, as for the album of the week, um, it goes to Chicks Tape 5 by Tory Lanez. I've never really listened to Tory Lanez before, but um, I try to just listen to random albums that I see that come out this week, well, every week. Um, so I saw this and I was kind of interested, so I listened to it. Um, it's kind of R&B, rap, uh, very, very heart, hearty, if you know what I mean. Um, very emotional, uh, very talking a lot about feelings, um, relationship-wise especially. Um, it's very smooth. Uh, you can really see what the album is about because it's like an, a lot, an hour and 15 minutes long, so it's a pretty lengthy project. Um, but there are a bunch of skits on the, um, on the album, and they're hilarious. Um, they're not supposed to be funny. Um, they're just about this person. Well, I'm guessing it's Tory Lane's experiences with a person named Jalissa, <laughs> which is I'm sorry to all the Jalissas out there, but I love that name. Um, yeah, so the first skit is just Jalissa and she's calling Tori, I guess. And she's like, hey, I'm having a party down here. I need to come back. She doesn't really like him. This is probably this is after a breakup, um, and she's kind of like going on him a little bit. Um, so all the all the different um, skits go through this uh, relationship that they have, and kind of the anger that she feels, and they're all kind of cheesy. Um, one of them is where Tori and I guess his girl he's going out with they come out of a movie. And they're talking about the movie. And then all of a sudden, Jalissa comes out of nowhere. And he's like, ah, haha, hey, hey, Tori, what's up? Haven't seen you in a while. And then she's like, yeah, I paid off this girl 
um, to go out with you. I paid her $500. So now you know what it feels like to be let on. It's, it's really stupid and really funny, but I kind of like it. So <laughs> it's if you're into kind of cheesy, very uh, romantic, I guess, R&B rap, like Chris Brown. If you like Chris Brown, you'll probably like this. Actually, Chris Brown is featured on um, one of the songs on this album. So I guess it's two worlds combining. Um, as for the songs that I liked on the album, there are a couple. Um, I can't remember all of them because, I mean, it's an hour and 15 minutes. Um, but The Cry was very good. I also liked The Trade. Yeah, um, that's all I have to say for this one. It's not too crazy. It's not one of. It's not the best thing I've ever heard, but it's not too bad either. Okay, so now that I've got the music section uh, obligatorily out of the way, I'm going to talk about my day today um, and talk about one of the biggest problems I have with my life, um, the <laughs> the necessary evil that is the barber. Now, I have a lot of hair. I usually have a lot of hair. My hair goes very quickly. I look like I have a mop on my head after a while. And as much as I like having long hair, um, it's a pain. I'm very bad. At, I'm not very good at taking care of it. So I always look like a munchkin. I look very stupid all the time. And that's that's an issue because my mom gets on my back. Sometimes my teachers get on my back. It's kind of strange. But irregardless of that, um, I realized I needed a haircut. Um, so I go to a barber. That's what you do when you need a haircut. Um, and I want to preface 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 this yeah i'm gonna preface this by saying i'm not the best at giving people directions when it comes to getting a haircut so i've never walked out of the barber satisfied and a majority of that is my fault because i'm stupid and i'm very bad at giving directions but irregardless nothing nothing very different happened i look goofy as always after i get a haircut um so if you go to school with me, don't roast me too hard when you see me. <laughs> okay, so starting off, I went to this barber. It's a barber I don't usually go to. Usually I go to a barber that's like right down the street from me, very close. Um, this one was different because some other members of my family had to go somewhere. So they dropped me off on the barber on the way. And let me tell you, um, one of the most stressful things in life is someone expecting you to pay them and you not having the money. So once you're an adult, or if you are an adult right now, never leave your child at the front of the line without any money. Like don't go back to the store, back later to the deeper part of the store and leave them in line to hold your spot. And they have to pay for it. They have to like stand in line without having money. That's a pain. Don't leave them to get a haircut and say you'll come back when they're done. Don't do it. it doesn't work. It never does. Um, so sorry, that was kind of weird. But Anyway, starting with the story, starting with the story, um, I go, I walk into the hair salon and there's no issue immediately. There are only a couple different types of hair salons. Uh, there are like hair salons for African-American people. There are hair salons for like Hispanic Dominican people. There's great clips and sports clips. If you're a sadist and you like hurting yourself, I guess you can go to those places. But different races have different hairs. So usually there are different salons for that. So you can get someone who knows how to deal with your type of hair. Um, I've always gone to like African-American or Dominican ones because they're usually cheaper and they're close. My parents don't really care. I don't really care that much either. So I always go to whatever's in the vicinity. Um, so I went to a Dominican barber this time. Um, I walk in and there's uh, a bunch of people uh, waiting in line for a haircut. 
it's kind of, it's not that big of a deal but it can get a little annoying but it's kind of it, it comes with the it comes with the, the the it comes with the experience you got to do it so i sit down on the chairs and the way hair salons are well at least men's hair salons are usually always set up is that there's a row of chairs on one side of the wall that people just sit and wait for their turn and then on the other side of the wall are the barbers with their big chairs cutting people hair cutting people's hair so i sit down um and i look up from where i'm sitting and i see a kid i know because uh we do a kind of like academy thing at my school for um kids where we teach them stem activities stuff like that and so he goes to that at my school um so i already have an issue because i recognize someone outside of school it's kind of awkward but it's not that big of a deal (laughs) i made it more awkward than it needed to be besides him uh another thing that's very important is that barber salons always have tvs they always do and they're never tuned to the same channel. They have like five different TVs, all with different channels. So on one side, you'll have like a football game going. That's normal. Then they'll have like Oprah talking to someone about their relationship. The girl is crying her eyes out. And then on the next TV directly next to it, there's a guy cradling his dying grandfather. It was really weird. I didn't know it was also in Spanish. So I didn't know what was going on on that one. So I just kind of gave up on watching TV. Um, so they, they've always got TVs going on and depending on which barbershop you go to, people are usually yelling. Um, depending on where you're going, they're yelling about different things. Um, I've been to a lot of barbershops, so I've listened to a lot of different people yelling about a lot of different things. Um, sometimes they're talking about relationships. They're talking about girlfriends. Um, one time I was, um, in a barbershop and the guys were screaming about science, um, or rather they're disbelief in science um they were arguing very vehemently i was very uncomfortable because uh at the time i was sitting down in the chair getting my hair cut <laughs> so there's always tvs going there's sometimes music there's people yelling there's hair clippers going like so it's <laughs> it's always quite an experience and so i was prepared for that walking in and i was determined this time to get a haircut that i was happy with I thought to myself beforehand, what haircut do I want? What am I gonna What am I gonna look like? So I thought I went through everything in my head, like everything I was gonna say. Uh, I rehearsed it like fifty times, and I know people do this all the time. Um, rehearse their lines for <laughs> for when they're gonna get something, and so I thought I was gonna be ready. Um, <laughs> so by the time he calls me up, the person uh, that was in front of me got out of the chair. They were done, so I got into the chair. And he asked me the question. He was like, what do you want? He was a very nice guy, very understanding. Um, I told him that I wanted like halfway off the top and I wanted like a fade. But then he started asking questions. And when I was rehearsing in my brain, I didn't think about the questions. I just kind of blanked. And so he's asking me questions and I don't really know what he's asking or really what he's what he means. So I just agree with everything he says. A lot of the time when I get my hair cut, my default is to say yes. <laughs> so whenever they ask me something, they'll like motion to their head or point to my head and I'll just like nod my head like, yeah, yeah, I that's exactly what I want um, because I assume they know best. Um, and so I went with what he what he said. Um, I wasn't really processing any of it in my head at the time, so I had no idea what haircut I was going to get. It was up in the wind. He could have completely shaved me bald for all I know, for all I would have known. 
Um, the issue is that I just I agreed to it. <laughs> so I was sitting there. He was getting ready to like get all his clippers and stuff. And I was looking at the wall and all, usually on the wall somewhere they have um, these kind of posters with squares and in each square is a different haircut. Um, and you would think that at a hair salon, they would show you examples of haircuts to get that are normal. Like they'd have like long hair, maybe some like really short hair, some like medium styles, like high tops, you know, common hairstyles. But no, they never do. They have like old men who are balding. They have haircuts for them um, right next to a two year old who has his head almost completely shaved bare and like the map of Kentucky on like lined out in his forehead. It's crazy. Some of them have like really, really gnarly designs like dragons going all around the back and like who's going to ask for that? No one's going to ask for a dragon embroidered in the back of their hair. I mean, I someone probably someone eventually did it, but it's not common. That's my point. So I can never reference any of the pictures on the wall. I can never point and be like, yeah, this is the haircut I want because I'll be pointing to a 70-year-old man who's partially bald and I can't get that cut. So I can never look at those. So I ended up just agreeing to whatever he said and uh, the haircut started. And so when you're getting a haircut, it's an interesting sensation because you have this loud buzzer in your ear and the guy is like moving your head so he can get to where he needs to be. And I've always been a very cooperative haircut cutty. I've always been very cooperative when I'm getting my haircut. So if he leans my head to the left, I'm going to keep my head to the left so he can do his job. The last thing I want to be is the person responsible for me looking like a doofus. So I just go with whatever he's motioning for me to do. Um, there's this really strange sensation that when someone's like holding a buzzer next to your head, but they don't quite actually put it on there. It like tingles a whole lot. It's, it's very tingly. Um, so I always like, ugh, it, it bothers me. So sometimes they'll like be cutting my hair and they'll be thinking about where they're going to like move their razor or whatever. So I just got to sit there with this twinge in my neck from the haircut that I'm about to get. So he goes through it and there's a moment when you get a haircut. There's a moment when you realize you look stupid and that there's not going back. There's not going back. There's no going back. Um, for me, it was when he he had cut off the top part of my head. And so it was halfway down. It was the size that I expected. I was cool with that. Everything was going great. And then he cut off my sideburns. And so I thought to myself, when did I agree to that? And I realized... I had said yes to literally anything he suggested. So at some point in there, I was like, yeah, cut off the sideburns, just shave them completely off. So he had to stop for a second and go to the um, and go grab something. I think he got a bottle of water. And so I was left with my hair very short and no sideburns. And the way that this barber in particular was set up was that there was a mirror on the back wall and there was a mirror on the front wall. And so no matter where I looked, I was confronted with my idiot haircut. No matter where I turned my head, I was looking at myself and it was terrible. I had to hold my face though. I had to make myself look normal because I didn't want to make the barber feel bad. Obviously, he's been doing it for a long time, so I don't think he really cares about some 17-year-old in his opinion, but 
I had to protect his pride, you know. <laughs> so I'm I'm keeping my face as still as possible. I'm not moving my lips, even though in my head I'm going insane because I look like an idiot. Um, I try to reassure myself by saying, "Oh, the haircut's not done. Uh, he's probably doing something. Uh, don't worry, it'll look better in the end." That's always what I tell myself. I always tell myself that. But it never happens. No matter how much I try to convince myself, he has a perfect vision. Um, no matter what, I always feel like a stupid head in the end. <laughs> also, stupid head, I, I don't know where that came from. But we're just going to have to roll with it. So he continues cutting my hair. Um, the sideburns are completely off at this point. None none to speak of. Um, he's giving me a, like, a pretty, pretty close fade. I probably also agreed to that somewhere down the line. I don't know. Um, and he's doing it. And every so often, he would move his razor and he would point me to the mirror and look at me. And this is the worst part, one of the worst parts of getting a haircut because you have to nod and act like you're content. Obviously, a normal person would say, hey, can you do this? Can you fix this up a little? Hey, maybe like suggest them what to do as they're going along because they're looking to make sure that you're content with your haircut because that's their job but me oh no why would i try to get content with something i'm paying for so i just nod and be like yeah two thumbs up you're doing a great job and on the inside i'm just dying because <laughs> i look like one of those troll dolls that you just shaved all the hair off of <laughs> so he continues um, I'm dying more and more as the time goes on. More and more of my hair is falling from my head onto the little sheet that they put on top of you. And I'm regretting my decision to get a haircut today. But there's nothing I can do. You can't go back in time and make your hair look less stupid. So I just have to deal with it. Um, eventually, <laughs> eventually he finishes. Uh, he finishes shaping up my hair he did he pulls out the actual razor and starts like lining me up um he sprays like 50 tons of air like compressed air stuff um also yeah what is that it's called barbicide it's called barbicide and wh while i was sitting in the chair i was i was looking at a can that was across from me it was labeled barbicide and it was labeled Everything side, like I said, barber side, virus side, bacteria side. It said tuberculosis. Does this kill everything? Like, it, why does it have cancer side on it? Like, I don't understand why doctors are still trying to find a cure for HIV and cancer and all these terrible diseases. Just go to a barber, take the spray, and spray it in the patient's face. I'm sure they'll fe feel fine immediately afterwards. <laughs> So I have no idea what that is. I never have, and I probably never will. But anyway, he's spraying it all across my hair. I'm, I'm choking in the smoke, but I have to not cough because I'll look like an idiot. Um, <laughs> I think the entirety of going to the barber can be summed up, me trying to maintain my pride. Um, so he finishes spraying all this stuff. It smells kind of like grape for some reason. I don't know what flavor he got, but I think it was grape. <laughs> So he finishes up, uh, he takes the horsehair brush, uh, yeah, those brushes are made out of horsehair, because horsehair is actually apparently one of the softest hairs you can get. Um, so his horsehair brush, and he wipes it all over my face and gets all the hair off. I try not to sneeze because I'm actually allergic to horses. <laughs> so as I'm holding in my sneeze and I'm getting these, these brushes all across my face and the back of my neck, um, 
I'm glad that it's over. I'm finally done. Um, I'm done with my haircut. So he takes off the little piece of paper they put around your neck. He takes off the plastic sheet. Um, and he turns me to the mirror. Uh, now, this is the final checkup. That's what I call it. The final checkup. This is the point where the barber either whips out a mirror and like shows it around. Or he turns you to the mirror in front of you. And you have to do the fake look. This is a technique I have perfected over the years. I've done this every single time I've got a haircut. And I will continue to do it until the day I die. So, let me, let me describe to you the technique. You look in the mirror, and you turn your head left, right? Turn your head left, and you look at the side. Then, you turn your head right, and you look at the other side. Then you turn back, head on, you look down to check out, like, your hairline. You look up. Then you look back at the barber, you nod your head, and you give him a thumbs up. That's what I, oh, that's the look. It's classic. I've been working on it for years. It gets them every time. The reason why I do this is so that they think that I'm happy with what they did. Obviously, I'm not because I never am. But I'm too much of a wimp to say, hey, could you change this? Because social interaction is a pain. And people fixing things is also a pain. So I just I just do the look and I'm perfectly fine. So after that, I give them the look. I stand up. And I reach into my pocket to give him my money. And so it was like $20 or something. Uh, even if it's not $20, if it's like $15, I always just give them the whole $20 because, you know, I'm a rich man and I can afford these things. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's just too much work to ask them to get change. So I give him the $20. And then after that comes the second worst part of, the, of getting a haircut. The two worst parts of getting a haircut are back to back. It's crazy. It's the handshake. Now, this shouldn't be this difficult. It really shouldn't. But it is. Because after I give them money, every single time they insist on shaking my hand. Now, that sounds like a normal thing. Just shake his hands, aid. But no, it's not normal. It's not easy. It's incredibly difficult. Because there are three things that can happen. It's like playing rock, paper, scissors, shoe. And the winner loses his wait no yeah the winner keeps his dignity i i i i I always lose there are three options similar to rock paper scissors there's one there's the normal handshake where you go in you shake his hand you're at a business meeting perfect clean handshake right that's normal then there's two there's the dab now the issue is that with that is that there are all there are alterations there are like 10 different ways that you can dab someone up right there's the slide, there's like the grab, there's the weird pointy finger thing that people are doing now. There's that. And then there's a fist bump. There's all three of those are potential options. And so my head, I'm trying to calculate his move. I'm trying to think, like put together all his personality traits, like try to decide what type of hair, what type of handshake he's going to go for. And I fail every time. This specific time, um, I chose the dap because I, I felt like he, that's what he was going for based on the motion of his hand. So we go together. And so I'm, I'm feeling good about myself. I'm like, I got it right on the first time. He dapped me up. But what I didn't remember was that there are alterations to the dap. 
and let me say this was one of the most awkward daps I've done in my entire life. It was messy, it was gross, it was atrocious, it was abhorrent. They should have taken video of it and played it back for criminals as torture. It was that bad. <laughs> my soul was crushed. I looked at his face and he looked pained. But he didn't say anything because that's the polite thing to do. They never say anything. So, yet again, I maintain my record as the all-time champion of losing the game of the handshake. I always lose it at every single barber I go to. And I'm convinced I'm always going to lose it for the rest of my life. So I lost the game, my pride was hurt, my ego was gone, and I turned away and tried to walk out with the remainder of my sanity. Now afterwards, uh, after I leave the barber, I always immediately walk to the right or to the left, depending on where I am. I go to the cl closest empty shop window, and I look in the mirror. And the reason why I do this is because when <laughs> the entire time that I'm getting my hair cut, I try not to look at myself. I'm avoiding looking at my head the entire time, so I really actually don't know what my haircut looks like until after I leave the salon, which makes absolutely no sense. Why would you do that to yourself? I don't know. So I walk to the store next door. I look into the mirror. Coincidentally, this is a, a store that had black black windows, so it was perfect. Um, and I look at myself. I do the look, but I do it genuinely. I look to the left, I look to the right, I look up, I look down, and I look like an idiot. <laughs> Yet again, I have failed at getting my hair cut to the way that I wanted. Now, my, my, all, of my, all of my brain is busted at this point. It's in mush. Um, I pull up my hoodie. I always bring a hoodie or a hat after I get my hair cut so I can try to retain my pride until I can get into the shower later on. So I pull up my hoodie, and I actually have to walk to the park because that's where my mom's going to be picking me up from the park that's a little while away. So I walk to the park, and the entire time I'm contemplating why I did this to myself. Why did I get my hair cut? Now, you may be thinking in your head, Zade, why don't you just find a photo of the haircut you want and show it to the man? That way he knows what you want, he knows what it looks like, he has ideas, you don't have to awkwardly try to describe it, and there's no way that he can mess it up. There's none, Zade. why don't you just do that? And my answer to you would be, because that's cringy. Now, the reason why that's cringy is, it's a multi-level reason. There are a couple different tiers to it, kind of like an onion, you know, you have to peel it back to really get to the core of the cringe. <laughs> so it starts off with the search for the haircut. Now, I'm not a hair professional, so obviously I don't know the name of any of the haircuts I want. So what I end up looking up are very vague terms. Black person haircut, black person short haircut, fade haircut. And that's already bad enough. My soul is hurting just from looking up those words. Um, but then I have to scroll through the photos and look at all these amazing haircuts on incredibly attractive people. I just have to scroll through until I find one that I like. One that I can imagine that if I had that haircut, then I'd look like a 10 out of 10, a star, beautiful. And I have to imagine myself with it. And then that's, that's part one. The next part is I have to show it to the man on my phone. Now the issue with that is that my phone 
always has a little brightness because that's the way I like it. Um, and it never wants to work properly when I show it to other people. So I turn it to him and the screen's usually black. So I have to turn it back on, unlock it, turn up my brightness, show it to him, zoom in if he asks to. It's a whole ordeal. So I'm confronted with two options every time I walk into a salon. A, do I go through the brief amount of cringe that is showing him my phone and end with a haircut that I actually like? Or B, do I loosely and very vaguely describe to him what I want, suffer through all of the haircut and looking at myself, then fake being satisfied at the end just with a haircut I don't like? Which one should I choose? I choose the one where I don't show him anyone, anything, every time, every time. I always go with it. Loose description, bad haircut, every time. I always end up with a different one because I'm too much of a wimp to go through that brief amount of embarrassment. And so that's how I got my haircut. Um, what my haircut looks like is, <laughs> imagine a high top, but it's a short top. That's the best way I can put it. That's the best way I can put it. I feel like an idiot. I look like an idiot. Every time I look in the mirror, my soul hurts. But it's okay because I did this to myself. Um, so all you people at school that know me personally, uh, I'm going to kindly ask you not to flame me too bad. Uh, I have to come home in one piece and not as grilled chicken. So take it easy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's 29 minutes has uh, elapsed. That took a long time, that story. Um, sorry that this week I did not have a guest, as I promised. Um, plans kind of fell through, um, and so that's why I'm recording at 10.50 p.m. Hopefully next week I'll have a guest. Hopefully. Don't don't hold me to that. Um, don't hold me accountable for that, because I will not pull through. <laughs> anyway, so hopefully next week I'll have a guest. This week, sorry that I didn't have one. Um, that story took up a lot of time, um, so I'm going to end it off here. I hope you guys had a good weekend. I hope you guys had a good week. Um, and I hope that your next week goes incredibly well. I hope you find $100 on the sidewalk as you're walking to work or to school or wherever you walk. Um, so, yeah, that's it. Um, I hope you have a good one. Uh, this is Zaid signing out.